Mothers, haven't you understood? Mater Tenebrarum, Mater Lacrimarum, Mater Susperiorum. But men call us by a single name, a name which strikes fear into everyone's heart. They call us! <laughs> What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Lights Out as we explore the tale of the Three Mothers. Yes. That's right. Dario Argento's trilogy, The Three Mothers. We decided to do this little piece on the lights out because for this month of the Retro Blood, we were doing our Italian Blood Month, talking about Dario Argento's 1980s movies. And one of them was Inferno that happened. Yep. And of course, that was the, the sequel. To Suspiria, in a way, the kind of like yeah. getting up the story, or actually the, making the story of the three mothers, basically, in in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we want to do is we wanted to have this piece on here, the lights out, because Suspiria and Mother of Tears came out. One came out in the seventies. One came out in two thousand uh, seven, but two thousand eight for our American audience. Yeah. Um. So we wanted to fill in the gaps, brother. All right. Talk about the whole trilogies, because you know. We can't do it part of the, the retro blood because they weren't made in the 80s, but we can do it here on the Lights Out, brother. So so we just want to... So those... Go ahead. I was going to say, there's basically 30 years between the first one and the last one. Yes. So the whole whole lot of time has went through All right, yeah. when it comes to this. But uh, I actually thought this is a very good... Um, how, you know, how they, how they... Basically, they had the movie start off with Suspiria... And they came up with the idea yeah. of like this witchcraft and witchcraftery, and they they expanded it to to Inferno. Then they kind of finished it with Mother of Tears. All very, mm. I would say, very different style filming movies all throughout. Um, you could see yeah. like the different period pieces. Um, you know, we're not going to focus too much on Inferno because we do that all of on our on our retro blood for this month. But we are going to focus yeah. on Suspiria and Mother of Tears, and we're just going to talk quick overview about the plot, our thoughts on the movie. And some of the filming styles as well, too. But to start off a little bit, um, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the, the Three Mothers story and how it basically kind of began. So so the story of the Three Mothers began at the dawn of the 11th century when three sisters created the, permiss- the, the art of witchcraft off the coast of the Black Seas. In the years that followed, they wandered the world and assumed great personal wealth and power, leaving death in their wake. Alright, so hope I don't butcher these names, but both Master Suspirion and Tenebra have claimed that the mothers are death personified. Yeah. And we, we found about that too in Inferno, where we had the, uh, the, the mother of, uh, uh, what was it? Um, death or something like that. The mother of death. She was like, it, when she, when she turned into her 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 figure, she was actually like a grim reaper. So it basically was death yeah, personified. Right. 
So right. the, the Witchcraft Sisters are basically known as death. Kind of like the death you would see in Castlevania. Oh. Yeah, kind of, yeah. So in the late 19th century, the women commissioned E. Verl, an Italian architect based in London, to design and construct three uh, buildings for them. Okay. From these... And what, what year was this? Uh, the 19th century. Okay. Fair enough. That was that guy that we met in Inferno. In the wheelchair? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He was the one that built the, the, the mothers, the three, the three places there. All right? He was, a, he was an architect based in London. So they made him like homes for the three of us to rule the world from these homes. So according to, uh, according to Verla's memories entitled The Three Mothers mm. Book by Anama's <laughs> colleague, the, the architect learned too late of the woman's evil nature. So, so I, be, I guess like they, they, they basically kind of tricked his ass. And we found that about uh, the yeah. Inferno too. He's basically saying, yeah, I, I created them, I made them all stuff, but this became my tomb and I'm basically a slave to them now. Right. So we have at least six copies of the book are known to have existed. Four may have been destroyed at the end of Inferno. So remember we had that book, that, that, um, that, that Three Mothers book, we, we saw that a lot in Inferno. Okay, but most yeah. of them did get destroyed, but there was one that's left, left over, and that's the one we saw in Mother of Tears. All right. So the residents had designed will become so corrupt that eventually the land they were built on will become um, evil. Like, they, they can't build anything there anymore. It's become too, too much of a wasteland. Uh, Mother of Sight, okay, is the oldest and wisest of the three mothers. Her given name is Helen Marcos. She is also known mm-hmm. as the Black Queen. Any mm-hmm. mention of the Helen Marcos being one of the three mothers would not be made until Inferno three years later. Lava Savetta, who portrayed Marcos in Suspiria, was uncredited. So according to Jessica Harper, the witch was 90 years old. Ex-hooker Dario had found it on the streets of Rome. Um, right, yeah, because Jessica Harper was the the lead in Suspiria. Yes, and he and and he's saying, which may or may not be true, was a ninety year old ex hooker. Yes, and Dario cast her as the mother of uh, mother of size. There you go, mother Suspirium. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of like our first witch that we saw. The that one was in the, in the uh, Suspiria film. All right. Yeah, and and I I feel like. The first movie was way more thought out than the other two, and they get less thought out as they go. But I feel like in Suspiria, like this whole mythology of the three mothers is really tight and really makes sense. And I think it makes less sense as we go, but. Yeah, I would say a little bit. So, I mean, Suspiria basically starts off with our main character, Susan. She's kind of like our main Mm -hmm. um, ballet dancer. So the whole place takes, it takes place in Germany. Okay. Yeah. And it all takes place at a uh, like a dance academy. That's where the uh, the witch house is. And yes, we have um, we have like like little strange things kept going on in this this house, and they found out that basically some like witchery was happening over at this mm-hmm. house because there's like a cult, like a witch cult that was down there at, at this house doing, um, you know, black magic on some of the, the students there. And it was the, uh, what was her name? Uh, Pat. I think she was the first one that 
that realized that 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 cult light stuff was happening around yeah, there. Yeah, she's the girl that's running from the school at the beginning, right? Yeah, running for the school. And I believed now I could be wrong about this one, but I believe they said that Pat and and this is a mother of tears that she was the um the the mother of the main girl of mother of tears if I'm correct because there was they 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 were trying to link all the movies together yeah they were trying to yeah uh-huh. they they were trying to um I I just feel like I mean I feel like you like mother of tears probably better than I did yeah I don't hate it but like um the two people like I, I feel like it would have been better if Argento had just written the movie or, or had Daria Nicole Nicolodi write the movie with him. But he hired that Jason Anderson and that Adam Grish guy. And like I don't like anything, any movie. I just feel like every movie that they've ever made has just been a, ch- a cheap like, knockoff of something else. Yeah. Like they're just like they're just like writers for hire. So they're just like, write me a movie about this, and they'll just write a movie and turn it in, and that's what happened. I feel like well, that's what happened with Mother of Tears. Um, I feel like Mother of Tears could have been a lot better. I, I, I think it's one of those situations where they didn't really have an idea for a third third movie, and they just had to figure something out. I mean, I could kind of see that. Yeah, and we we'll talk about it a little bit long, uh, a little longer, but. You know, they yeah, did sure. they did fill in some gaps there. Like they did kind of bring True. in some ideas that were on Suspiria and Inferno. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of it wasn't as uh, well. The directing style definitely was a lot different. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with Suspiria, the biggest thing is you know after the uh, the girl uh, uh, Susan, she she is slowly like you. So basically, they're kind of like drugging her a little bit. So to make her yeah. not remember, so they can turn her into like a, a, a basically, I guess, like a slave. Because the mm-hmm. biggest thing about the the mothers is, you know, their powers have been a little um, weakened, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to make more riches out there so they can take over the world. So this mother of spirit is basically using this dance um, club or this dance recital, and she is trying to. Uh, kind of weed out like they're they're killing certain people. They're keeping other ones to kind of like brainwash them mm-hmm. to be on their side. And uh, <laughs> the crazy one of the craziest the, there's a, there's a couple crazy scenes in Suspiria that I thought that was fucking awesome. So the so we have the 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 main Madden Madden Blanc, all right. She's like the head person of the academy. Yes, and obviously she's part yeah. of the witch occult. Um, I thought when she, and we also see that some of the, um, we had like this strange kid that wasn't really like, I didn't really do that much, but she was hanging out with like the cook or something, that strange maid lady. And they're all in on the witchcraft mm-hmm. together. So they, they have yeah. like this guy that comes in his blind. Yes. Okay. And he is uh, playing the, the piano and everything for, for the recitals and stuff. And the, yeah. the main madam, like, like says like hey your dog bit like the kid out of here so you gotta get the fuck out of here and this guy's like freaking out about it the whole time and just like you know like oh my dog's already biting everything you know fuck you guys and fuck this place yeah and he's like walking down the streets of italy at nighttime and this is when we have the uh the 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 witch and stuff like i guess take over the dog's brain and the dog just attacks his fucking owner i was like oh that's fucking crazy 
So it's pretty pretty crazy scene there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which because remember he was because he was like, oh my dog doesn't attack anybody. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they take over the dog and then have the dog attack him. So it's almost like they were like like you know like not only was he gonna die but like he was like he died like doubting his own like belief or whatever yeah that was kind of cool that was really cool so one of the big is a masterpiece that movie's great yeah by the way so you know i mean we start off the movie kind of hot you know what i mean because you know after um after that student like that pat girl she flees and stuff um susan susan does she because she doesn't get entry and stuff we have this girl tells her to you know you can't come inside in here and this is when we had that pat girl she gets ambushed by the like the black glove killer okay and he stabs her yeah. and stuff and then she eventually falls off the rooftop and that's one of the famous scenes of her falling off and hanging from the rooftop of the apartment building yeah through the uh stained glass yeah that was really awesome so so yeah so this is what you're doing of course we had the susan she's going out through the whole you know meeting everybody at the and seeing a bunch of weird stuff going on but it's not until her 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 roommate um she it wasn't until they had this incident where there was a bunch of maggots all over the ceilings and stuff because they said they got rotten food in that they all had to sleep together um, at the at the dance recital room, and this is when they this Olga girl was like saying like, hey, you know, she's telling Sarah like, hey, the the headmistress, you know, wasn't supposed to be here, but I always hear like this snoring sound from this person here. So the they 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 they're seeing some weird stuff going on at this uh, dance house. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that scene that scene looked really cool too. Like, yeah. Well, first of all, the whole maggot thing is ridiculous. Like, there's no like, why would <laughs> they believe that that many maggots would appear from some some rotten food? But st- but it gets them all in one room. But the scene where they're all sleeping in the the recital hall, and then like the curtains are up, and it's a red light behind the curtains. Yeah. And then like you can see people moving behind the curtains. That shit looked fucking awesome. Yeah, like Argento really knew how to make a movie look really good. You can you can make fun of his plots if you want to, and there's a lot to make fun of sometimes. But he knew how to make a movie look great. Yeah, like especially when it comes to so during this time, I, I really noticed it during his seventies and eighties film scenery yeah. was like top of the list, like shots mm-hmm. and scenery and red lights and stuff like those are like the top of the list, which makes it very eerie and very like very artsy and very you know very flows really well like you could tell we talked yeah. about it on Inferno too but like this very Hitchcock approach to making a lot of his films yeah. yeah absolutely and he definitely had like um like the music like having Goblin do the soundtrack for this movie really helped it a lot too like this is this may be my this is one of my favorite soundtracks for sure yeah. of any movie like it's great um I actually saw them do that live um a few years ago before like before COVID sometime like 18 or 19 uh, Goblin, Goblin with Simonetti uh, came to uh, the Peel, and they, they played. Um, they showed the movie Suspiria on a screen behind them, and then they performed the soundtrack live. Oh, nice! As the movie went, it was really awesome. So when we move along a little bit on the plot, you know, Sarah is telling Susie that she was the one who, on the intercom, who ref- refused her entry the night Pat went murdered. 
She reveals that mm-hmm. Pat was behaving strangely before her death and promised to show Susie the notes that she left behind. So she left some notes, yeah. brother, all right, oh. about these witches. So Sarah, she finds Pat's notes are missing and is forced to flee with an unseen assailant enters the room. So Sarah's being pursued by this, by this persan throughout the school. And before she, she can get escape to the attic, she escapes through a small like window and she falls into a pit of fucking razors, brother. Ugh. I was like, is this fucking Saul? Yeah, like, like where, what the hell is going on? Where did this come from? <laughs> I like, like, I mean, you could tell that Saul got this stuff kind of from this a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's like, why was there a pit of razors? Like, I mean, is this part of the, the trapper, hold, brother? I guess? <laughs> I guess so. It's like, if somebody finds our secret, we'll have this room <laughs> that we will make sure they go into and die in razors. So yeah, sure. now now she's like stuck in the razors, right? <laughs> and then they don't like let her like you know die in the razors. Somebody has to come and slash her throat. So okay, yeah, right, yeah. So now Susie, she's like investigating Sarah's disappearance the next morning. She wants to know you know where where she went and everything. And then the the head mistress like, oh yeah, she just left and everything. You know, it's just just left. And she's like confused about this. Um. So then uh she she's talking to the uh. So this is when Susie's getting more of the plot. And apparently this is when they we were finding out part of the, of the plot. She talks to this Frank guy. And he reveals that yeah. the school was established by a Greek um, uh, Greek artist in, 19, in 1895 who was legi, uh, was a witch. It was Helena Marcos, like we were saying earlier, that, that uh, the yep. witch. It was, this is, whole place was established by her. And that person was supposedly a witch and stuff. And Susie's also consulting with the professor about this, about the occult as well. So he reveals that a coven of witches perishes without their leader from who they draw power. So, so basically the plot line is this, like we were saying, this dance academy is, there is the, 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 the coven of Helen, they needed to get enough um, spirits and bodies to resurrect her, basically, to have her come back. Yes. Yeah. So when Susan returns to the cool, she finds that everyone has left to attend the, the ballet. Um, and then she gets attacked by a bat, which I was like, this is the freaking huge bat that she gets attacked by. <laughs> and then uh, she was, now she's like, starts remembering uh, stuff that during her conversation, because uh, 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 Sarah used to come into the room and used to talk to her, but you know, we were saying earlier that uh, Susan, she was always uh, drugged up, so she didn't hear a lot of the stuff that Sarah was saying. But she remembers about following the footsteps and, and, and hearing them closely. This is when they eventually find the, the she eventually finds her office. Uh, she remembers that that Pat was uttering the, the words, the secret Iris that night that she was killed, like these secret words. And then this is when mm-hmm. Susan discovers a hidden door that opens by turning a, a blue Iris on a mirror in Blanca's office. So this girl Susan has great memory. All right, she can remember shit really good. All right, absolutely. So she enters the corridor, finds the the alchemist instructor led by Madame Black, plotting her demise in the form of a human sacrifice. Like we're saying, they need to sacrifice some more people to get this witch going to bring the old witch back. Yes. Yeah. So so now. Um, they find out that Susan's there. She's hiding away. All right. And this is when Susan finds Sarah's corpse. So she's like, okay, there's some crazy shit going on here now. And then she gets pursued. 
Susan threatens um, Helena's Marco's bedroom. Or no, she retreats to the Helena and Marco's bedrooms. Uh, she finds Marco sleeping, recognizes her as the headmistress by her breathing, her heavy breathing. Uh, yeah. She accidentally wakes her by breaking a decorative peacock with a crystal, <laughs> with a crystal uh, head on it. Mm. Uh, Marco redeems herself invisible and taunts Susan before reanimating Sarah's mutilated corpse to murder her. So that, that was a cool scene. Like the basically what happened was the head witch, like she's like like I said, she's like a like a very slow state right now. She needs yeah more sacrifices to get to her true form. So right now that 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 person that was heavy the heavy breathing and stuff is basically the the the, the head witch. Like I said, she needs more sacrifice. That's why she does all the heavy breathing. So this is when uh, Susan finds her and stuff. So she does like the hiding trick, like those witches. Like we saw that in Mother of Tears too, where they could do the hiding trick. And yes. yeah. what the mother or the but the with this um, Suspiria, like witch does is it re it brings the the dead Sarah's body to life and attacks Susan with it. Now I thought that scene was pretty right. cool. I thought it was pretty wild. And but since the uh, the I guess the the witch's tower is not all the way there. She can see like the the line of her of her corpse. All right. Mm. So then Susan like impales her. All right, with the peacock's broken glass. Yeah. And then uh, Margot's dad causes Sarah's corpse to vanish. And then of course this is when Susan flees, and the whole uh, school implodes and stuff on there. So she is she is saved the world from this witch by getting her before she gets to full power mm-hmm. brother so and that kind of like starts our journey into the mothers where there is uh did they now i can't rem- i don't think they did in this film but i don't think they brought that there was three of them i think that came in, in inferno um i think so like i know that they talk about the witch but i don't yeah. know that they talk about there being three witches yeah so and and I, we t- I talked about this when we did Inferno, but to me it seems fairly obvious that so Suspiria was a huge hit all huge, over the yeah. world, even in the United States it was a big hit, and it made a lot of money. So and you and and so like it's pretty clear that Argento was like, let's make three of these, let's make a trilogy. So then he created this whole mythology of the three mothers, and then Inferno didn't do as well. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, let's not do any more of this shit. So, you know, he and, and he talked about it for years, decades, that eventually he was going to go back and make this third movie. But, you know, the Inferno didn't do as well, so he kind of lost interest in doing this trilogy about the witches. Yeah. Um, and this Inferno. But, yeah, mostly in uh, the book's not – is the book even in Suspiria? No. The book – the, so. bo- the, the book, book – yeah, the, the Three Mothers book only comes in Inferno. So right. basically, in, in my recollection, is Suspiria has started the the universe where we we, we yeah. talk about this main witch Helena, all right. But yeah. then we we bring up that there's witches out there, and that this particular witch started this academy and stuff on there, and they had this. She has this spe- specific house that she started this yeah. on that was built by her. Well, they're not built by her, but it was built by somebody, you know, and she ran for the her. place yeah. for her. Right. So we started that part off, but we didn't get into the, you know, like there's more of them out there. We we really got yeah. that going on in Inferno, where there's actually three of them, and that's when they brought that's when they kind of brought the the universe part together because you know, 
like we were they, saying, yeah. this is actually, um, this is actually from a uh, a real life poem about yeah, the, like a like a prose poems, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it was pretty interesting, you know. So we go in Inferno and stuff, you know. We find out about the books. We find out that there's like three of these mothers. We find out that there's three locations that all these mothers are living at now. You know, there's one in uh, was it Germany, Rome, and New York. All right. Yep. The one that we we, we saw in in um in Suspiria was the Germany one. Okay. Inferno had the New York one. All right. And then now in Mother of Tears, that's when we're going to Rome. Okay. And all these houses were built for these witches because that's like kind of like their base ground to take over the world and get gain their powers. All right. Now, so, you know, when we finally get to the Mother of Tears, you know, so Spears already happened, that place burned down, which is gone. Yeah. Get stopped. In Inferno, we have our boy, uh, what was his name? Mark? Mark. Mark. He's like, I don't even know who you are, this whole thing. I don't know why this is all happening to me. And the house is randomly burned <laughs> down. Which is weird, though, because at the ending of Inferno, all you do is you see the, uh, uh, the, the mother, that mother, just raise her hands in her demon form. And then the f- shut just falls down. But apparently she died during that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked about that in detail, but like, yeah. I just think it's hilarious that like Mark is your hero in Inferno, but he never knows what's going on. Yeah. He never knows the plot. He never figures it out. Yeah, he's just like, who are you? Why is this happening? So at least Susie, she figures out what's going on. You know what I mean? Right. Throughout yeah, the whole fucking movie, yeah. this guy yeah. Mark is like, I don't know what's going on. I just show up in these fucking rooms. Okay. And that brings us to to the Mother of Tears, which was made in the 2000s, okay? Yes. And we have Sarah, played by Dario Argento's daughter. Aja, yeah. Aja, which is very interesting. Mm. So, and of course we have uh, Nicolota. She's in all three of the films. She's just everywhere. Yes, yeah, she plays uh, Aja's mom. Yes. So... So this one is basically is they they were doing some digging, okay, outside this church. Now why were they doing? I have no idea, but they were doing some digging, and they found the uh, they found like this uh, this box, okay, from the 19th century and shit, okay, and it was a kind of had a bunch of it, it was all chained up and stuff. And they eventually, they shipped the box to, like, these, uh, uh, what do you call them? Like, I guess architects. You know, they, 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 they figure out, like, old stuff in history. They figure out where it came from, the timepieces, and the story behind them. Okay? Mm-hmm. And one of the girls who was working there was Sarah. Okay? She was a, a uh, in Rome, she was, like, a museum, ancient art uh, studio in Rome. She was, like, an understudy. Okay? And the the her 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 boss basically brings her in and says, "Hey, take take a look at this box and stuff." Uh, they said not to open it. Fuck, we're gonna open it up anyway. So they open we're up this fucking box, and nothing bad could ever. Happen. Yeah, nothing bad can happen. This don't worry about it. And the box has like a, it has like a statue, has a knife with some jewels on it. And then it has like this like uh, like a dress looking thing with some writing on it. Okay, and then this triggers a couple demons to come over there. They, this, you know, the Sarah, she leaves to go 
you know, write some of this shit down. And these demons attack the main um, architect girl. And they fucking, like, it's, it's crazy. They, they, this scene was actually pretty brutal. Like, they fucking put the stone in her mouth. Then fucking choked her ass out with her own organs and stuff. And yeah, yeah. I think the biggest shock to me when it came to Mother of Tears was this fucking Mario Argento has brought in another fucking monkey. <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention that too. There's another damn monkey in this movie. I was like, like, why is there a monkey in this movie? This fucking guy and his fucking monkeys. <laughs> now, I couldn't tell though, was this monkey animated or is it real? And parts of it is real. Yeah. It, some of it could have been CG, but but uh, and parts of it is definitely real. I was like, after he had that horrible experience <laughs> with our boy, her big leaguing monkey yeah. on Phenomena, he brought back another <laughs> monkey. After the last monkey, fin- monkey incident, we have yeah. another monkey. So this basically, so so this actually, I kind of like this plot line of Mother of Tears. I thought it was pretty easy to follow compared to some of the other plot lines this guy has done. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's weird too seeing a. It's like if if you really like watch these all in order, like you can tell that Suspiria and and Inferno were shot very the same. You know, we have huge, yeah. very very detailed backgrounds. We have very detailed right. lighting, and yeah. you know the character plot lines are like here or there, but you know you can follow what's happening. But it's very very classic looking. This movie was like none of that. Like, like we had some background uh, yeah. and stuff, but there was no none of those like shots that you would see in Argento films. At least back in right, the 80s. But it, right. But it looks like Argento's movies look now. Yeah. So like if you watch Dark Glasses, which is his new movie, yeah. or uh, Dracula 3D or any of those movies, that's how he shoots movies now. Yeah. It's just, it's just his style now, I yeah. guess. Yeah. It just, it, you know, you could tell. It just, um, he's trying to go with the time period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, in the 70s, the 80s, <clears throat> we can do more of the elaborate set designs more of the elaborate colors you know people are liking that because of the you know you know disco or whatever that shit <clears throat> you know make it like that right you know when you're in the yeah. 2000s everything's more like hd you know what i mean so you see True. a lot more detail True. in your camera and everything so you gotta shoot it a little bit of style different which i you know i liked it um yeah. and uh so the the big thing is like um so we see the the Sarah character. She is she's getting help by a voice that after like these demons were trying to attack her and stuff. She, this voice is yeah. helping to her to her escape, and then she actually has a um, I guess a semi boyfriend. Uh, the fucking guy. Um, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Is it Michael? Yeah, Michael. Uh, he's Michael, like the yeah. owner of the the art museum stuff, and she's like you know sees him and stuff. And Michael has a young son. And she was like saying, like, yeah, she was telling the police everything, like, you know, there's a monkey there, and there's all these like weird guys hunched over and stuff, and these two detectives <laughs> really don't like. One detective kind of blows her off, but the other detective, Enzo, he's like, okay, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see where this goes. And yeah, you know, the big thing about it too is because Sarah, she since she's a technical quote unquote scientist, she doesn't believe in all the yeah. occult stuff. But our boy Michael wants to kind of like, you know, think about the occult stuff because, you know, you're saying that you open up these artifacts and stuff and, you know, some of this stuff could have been a, a credit to occult. So maybe there was a crazy cult 
people who knew that you found this box and wanted to go over there and steal it because whoever those people mm-hmm. were that were in there, they stole the, the artifacts. Sure. So the, the biggest plot was, <clears throat> like I said, we're doing overviews over here. So the biggest plot was this mother, uh, this, this one, the mother of tears, which this one's known. She is known to be the, the prettiest and the most deadliest of all the mothers. All right. So we have her up there, they're butt naked, all right, throughout the film. And then when she puts on her little dress thing, that thing from the box, she gets more powers. Yeah. Okay. And her thing is she is now summoning all the witches from the world to come to her to gather and have this big witch gathering and bring her all the power so she can, you know, build up her witch cult. Okay. Yeah, because the other two witches are dead now. So yeah. she has to bring all the witches from the rest of the world to Rome. Exactly. To build up her power. Exactly. So, and then anybody in pursuit of her mm-hmm. will be will be killed. Okay. So when when our boy Michael starts to do some digging, you know, he goes to Rome and everything. This is when the the witch's occult takes his son, and now he tries to go find his son, but then he eventually eventually gets up being killed for being on the pursuit of her. And yeah. then our, our Sarah, she basically is, you know, trying to figure this out. And she eventually goes to meet um, this other, they call them the white witches. So the, the, the white witches are like the good witches. Okay. And this uh, witch, um, oh, what was her name? Um, was it Marta? Marta, yeah. yeah. She, she knew Sarah's mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I believe... Sarah's mother, like, was a character from Suspiria, but I just can't figure out which one. Because mm. she said that um, Sarah's mother fought the uh, the the first mother in Suspiria, but I couldn't tell exactly which character it was because they also said that her mother and the dad died in a car accident, but it really wasn't that she actually got murdered. So, right. So, um. Again, I had to watch this movie really quick. But so the scene where Marta takes the thing and she blows on it and then it you can see the ghosts. Yeah. So one of those ghosts is her mother, right? Yeah. Yeah, and she's played by Daria Nicolodi. Yes. But that character was also supposed to be a character from Suspiria? Cuz she does say that. She says she she fought the first mother, but I I didn't necessarily take that as meaning that she did it. She fought it during fought the mother during Suspiria. Maybe maybe it was another time is what I was maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's during. Yeah, because they said that the mother fought the. Okay, I think it was during. So I think so. So Sarah's mom fought the um, the mother from uh, from from Suspiria. All right. Mm -hmm. The uh, was was the mother. Which one was she? She was like the mother of uh, size. Size. Yeah. And Sarah's mom weakened. The mother of size. And maybe that's why we saw in Suspiria, maybe that's why we saw that the mother of size was like, you know, that old lady that was snoring a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Sarah's mom was the original f- person who fought that one, but then the mother of size got killed her in the car accident, and basically the, the, the main character from Suspiria, uh, Susie, was the one that finished her off. Okay? Right, so, okay, all right. So, yeah, that's what happened. 
So Sarah, you know, so she didn't know anything about her, her, her mother or her dad because they died when she was young. All right, but this girl, Martha, is saying, like, well, you're basically, you have some of that witch power over here. And she's saying, well, we got to take care of the, what's going on right now is that the, the, the mother of tears, she is awakened because of all that. She basically has a dress that gives her more power. And her big mm. thing is she likes to drive people mad and insane. So you can see that happening in Rome a little bit. We've seen a lot of, like, we see scenes of people bashing cars and being crazy. We see guys attacking girls. And we just see a lot of people fighting around there. There's been a lot of new cases of madness happening around the city. Is because the mother of tears. That's one of her things. She likes to. She likes to basically make chaos around the, yes, the place. Yeah. So they try to figure out some more information, brother, about the uh, uh, about the mother of tears and maybe how to stop her. And that's when they're talking to one of the fathers who who knew um, Betsy's mom or. Um, <clears throat> she knew Sarah's mom very well. And uh, this is the one crazy scene. There's a couple of crazy scenes in this Mother of Tears. Like when the mother throws off the baby on the bridge. And then when like the other mother like chops up her baby and then fucking kills the priest and shit. And then she kills herself. I was like, fuck, bro. They, you know, they definitely have some crazy scenes in this in this movie. I thought they were pretty wild. Yeah. I, I would say this one is definitely the bloodiest out of all of them. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's better now that you're talking. When you you're, 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 you talk about it, I actually like your description better than I liked actually watching it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Filling in but, the gaps, yeah, brother. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Well, you know, so you know, they 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 were saying that, you know, like since the Sarah has that white witch power, you know, she would be right. able to be the only pre, pretty much one of the only people to to help stop, you know. The, uh, the 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 mother of tears, but the problem is she just really doesn't know how to use her power. So our boy, this priest guy, he wanted to find this book. It's always a book. Yeah, you know what I mean. Always a book. Basically, he Books was he power, was man. yeah he was probably looking for that three mother's book, and he was gonna give the three mother's book to Sarah for her to read it, even though it's a fucking thick ass book. It probably take her like a month or two. Right? <laughs> yeah, and then plus, plus the bu- they're pretty rare, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're rare. There's too. only six of them, and four of them were destroyed in Inferno. Exactly. So the 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 fucking um, the priest guy couldn't find the book, and that's when that girl kills her. You know that that's been taken over because he was also saying the priest guy I was like, hey, you know, usually I do like one exorcist a week, and now look at all these people out there. They're all fucking demons in them. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then we. <laughs> That's basically what you're saying. Go on vacation for one week, and now everybody's possessed by demons. Everybody's fucking demons now. All right? And like I was saying, like a lot of, like I was saying earlier, a lot of the uh, witches and occult people throughout the world are now migrating to Rome so they can all worship the mother. You know what I mean? The mother mother of tears is now the main witch, and all the main other witches want to go gather and meet her and do a big witch cult. So they can figure out their plans of taking over the world, brother. Okay. Which is basically portrayed as like every goth girl in the world yes. shows up to Rome. I was about time. to say, like, it's all like these, like, <laughs> yeah, it's all these Italian goth girls that all show up and they're all the witches. And then, like, these guys look like they're fucking, uh, they should be in like Ramstein concerts are all there too. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. And so, during, so if you're asking what's going on with our boy Enzo, he is basically yeah. like, I don't know what's going on. There's a bunch of murders. I'm going to blame everything on Sarah. So that was his yes. gimmick. 
<laughs> so there's like a, a hunt for for Sarah, and Sarah just uh, doesn't really know what to do now. So she goes, she can't go back to her apartment because all the uh, goth demons or uh, goth witches are there. So yeah. she goes to 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 Martha and her lesbian lover out of nowhere. Okay, which is yeah, which just showed up. I mean, that was I don't want to say it was shocking, but it was just like, where did this come from in the yeah. plot? So this is when Martha shows her, hey, you could do some tricks. All right, if you take this sand, just throw up in the air, you could see ghosts and shit. You know, like mm-hmm. the sixth sense and stuff like that. But you know, out in the right. sand. This is where he finds her mother, and we figure out the mother of, of Sarah is the one who's been guiding her throughout the whole experience thing. And also, yeah. too, she also, Sarah, she, she's also learned how to do the vanishing trick. You know, like that first mother in Suspiria where she can kind of vanish in the bed? So so Sarah yeah. can do the same gimmick. Okay, but she doesn't have the line around her. You know, like that mother in Suspiria had like a little line gimmick yeah. around her. So, right. So... After all, this is a crazy scene. I thought this was probably the craziest scene in the movie to me personally. Was when that uh, that, that that bald dude, the the bald cult guy, shows up, and he kills uh, the lesbian lover of Martha, and then Martha yeah. is trying to trying to 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 escape because you know first he goes after Sarah, but then Sarah just gets on out of there. Doesn't try to. She tries to call and warn Martha outside in the phone booth to get to get her out of there. But she's too late. The guy kills the lesbian lover and gouges her fucking eyes out. We gotta have that. Gotta have eye yeah. gouging. Gotta have it, brother. That was that was crazy scene. He just fucking gets her in the fucking eyes. And then he fucking knocks down Martha before she can go to her magical sand. Alright. Stabs her a little bit. Then we see the actual mother of tears show up. And, if, and when she showed up with the other girl, I was like, okay, did I turn on the wrong movie? This looks like a porn. <laughs> All right, come on, guys, bro. This movie was. Uh, I was like, they were they were pushing it with these nipples. Everybody tits everywhere. I was like, damn. Well, right. yeah. I mean, I think that's uh, that's just Argento. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like also like there's that scene where uh, where where um, where Aja Argento does the shower scene for no real reason. Yeah, yeah, just to show her boobs. Like, yeah, yeah, because like and. Like there, there, there's been talk about stuff like that for years because I think that Aja and Dario didn't have the best relationship because of things that happened between him and his mother, uh, him and her mother. I mean, but um, but like there's this weird. They have this like he keeps writing her in parts where like weird, like terrible things happen to her, like and like having her do nude scenes and things like that. Like like in uh, he made this movie called The Stendhal Syndrome where she gets raped. And he cat, you know, he cast her as the rape victim. And um, in this movie, he shoot, he you know, he shoots a nude scene with her in the shower just to show her nude. And I don't know, it's just weird. Like, I, I mean, maybe it's just you know, as an American, I'm puritanical or whatever, but it just it just seems weird yeah. to me. So when uh, a mother of tears, uh, matter, I can't even say her fucking uh, Italian name. I can't. That matter lacrimorium. Yeah, lacrimoriums. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't even say that word either. So she shows up and stuff, and the fucking part where you guys just shabs up the fucking staff underneath, you know, around mm-hmm. her, her uh, 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 vagina region. That was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, damn. So this is when now Sarah, she's like, you know, freaking out a little bit, and this is when she runs into uh, Michael, and this is when we find mm-hmm. out that Michael 
is uh, he's dead, and we find out that the uh, the mother of tears can do the same trick that mother of Suspiria mm-hmm. could do too, the mother of sighs, where they can reanimate corpses to trick people. Yep. So you know, I thought this movie did pretty good about you know filling in you know keeping the lore on some of the stuff there. That's some true. of some of some of the stuff, That's not true. all of it, yeah. some of it. So after all this, then she goes to Sarah. She finds the alchemist that Marta yeah. was mentioning to her a little, little, little later on in the plot. Because, uh, like, you know, since the priest died, they had to find this alchemist because he might know how, how to harness Sarah's power to, to, to fight the, the Mother of Tears on here. But then, like, the guy, like, he paralyzes her and stuff because he wants to make sure this girl is a white witch, not, like, a black witch. Because the black well, ones right, are evil. Yeah. Of course. So he does a test and everything. He finds out there's the white witch, not the evil witch. Um, and then the alchemist's like, hey, check this out. I got me one of them copies of the, the book. All right. <laughs> so it gives him the Mother of Tears book. I was like, okay, that's how we're bringing Inferno into this. And then they start, you know, they, they do the whole thing where the, all the witches have their own houses and they find out that the Mother of Tears has a house right here in Rome built by this dude. And they have a picture of it, and that's how they find out where to go, or Sarah knows where to go to confront the the, the mother of tears in her lair. So, and then during all this stuff, the detective Enzo he's like following her around. So he eventually finds her, and he, he's like following her to this mansion. So they go inside the mansion. There's a couple of stuff. There's a homeless guy sitting in there. He's like, I've been here for 40 years, brother. So they explain why nobody's in like this mansion. So and I thought right. it was pretty it was pretty clever. So he's saying this this was in, inherited at one time, like people were living here, but it got taken over by the Nazis. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when it got taken over the Nazis and they lost, it just basically became abandoned. So that's why this guy has been living there since the Nazis abandoned the place. All right. Right. But his gimmick now is if he's He's like, oh, you're not going to turn me in. She just, like, walks away. And then, like, this bald, this bald, dude, there's a bunch of, like, how all, like, the evil goth, like, d- witch demons are, they're all bald. None of them can have hair right, for yeah. some reason. Okay? Right. <laughs> like, none of them. So, this bald guy is like, hey, you're supposed to tell me when anybody comes into this place and stuff. So, they start looking for Sarah and everything. And this is when we see Sarah and Enzo kind of, like, team up. So, they're walking. This is when we get our whole scenery shots. And I thought they were okay, you know. The the it's probably just maybe me and your style. I like the scenery shots better in the old movies. I just thought they were a little bit more yeah. like artsy. I guess the I other agree. ones, the I other one, the other ones are they're fine. I get it where they're coming from. I just don't like them as much. I just they're just not as fun. I guess. But then they get there, and uh, we see that the mother of tears is have she has captured the alchemist guy and, and his boy toy guy that was there too. Torturing their asses. Uh, they, they, they eventually capture Enzo, the cop. Enzo tries to break and shoot mm. a bunch of people, but he eventually gets caught. And the mother of tears, uh, uh, she is like, she's like half naked. She's not naked when she puts on the little skirt deal. So she puts, mm-hmm. when she puts on her little dress thing, she gets more powers, like we're saying. So <laughs> I did like the, the, the end part of this. <clears throat> Let me see if I can capture it. Uh-oh. All right. Yes. Now that I got everybody gathered over here and I got my red dress on, there is nobody, and I tell you, nobody who can stop me now. Hey, the monkey over there 
it grabs Sarah. Bring her on out of here. Yeah, bring Sarah on out of here. Okay, there she is. All right. Who's going to eat her first? Anybody can. No problem. Now there is nobody to stop me at all. Nothing at all is going to stop me from taking over this world and shit like that. And then the fucking blood's dripping from Enzo and he like kills her somehow. <laughs> Sarah does. And she takes like this yeah. rod and she's just like lifts off the dress and like puts it in the fire. The girl's like, what, what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then right when she did that, like every movie, the, the yeah. house has to like, just, just be torn down. Yeah. It has to be destroyed. It has now, to explode. This one, okay, I can kind of get this Asperia one. Okay, so we got the, you know, she's she's in that room. The, the, the maybe a, a lamp caught on fire or something, then the whole place burns down. Okay, I actually like the the Inferno one. I thought it was the best one. That one made the most sense because in Inferno, yeah. it was the uh, the 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 crooked housemaid and her butler guy. Who were trying to like steal right. from that chick? Like they yeah. they set the fire in that room. So over time, the fire grew and grew and grew and grew, and that's why the whole uh, uh, apartment complex burned down. This one was okay. I'm gonna put this random red shirt in the flame, and the whole thing is just gonna come down. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense because yeah. the whole the buildings the buildings were made for the witches. So when the witches yeah. died, then the building gets destroyed. But yeah, but the witch yeah, didn't no, die. Like, but this, this, this I mean, well, her, okay, her skirt died. All right, her, t- died, yes. her body and her tits look fine at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then she put the skirt in there, and all the, the the pillars and shit start coming down. And then, of course, she gets impaled by one of the pillars. And this is when Sarah and Enzo they eventually make it out after going through some uh, witch poop. Yes. <laughs> okay, and then yes. uh, that's Absolutely. end. So. You know, that kind of fills in all the gaps that we had when we were doing Inferno. But, uh, I mean, what, what, what did you think, Allison, about these uh, these two? Uh, I mean, I love Suspiria. I think that's a masterpiece. It's, yeah. a, it's art. I mean, like, if you... It's, it's just a great movie. Um, I don't think it's Argento's best movie, but it is a great movie. Um, I don't know. I, I like Mother of Tears better after hearing you describe it. So I might try to watch it again, but it just seems like it was hurried and, like... It like not hurried maybe because it took him thirty years to make it, but I mean it's like um, like he didn't like he like he like it was made under obligation. Yeah, a little you bit. Know what I mean, like he like he felt like he had to make this movie and he didn't really have a lot of ideas because apparently uh, Daria Daria Nicolodi wrote a script for it. Yeah, in the eighty, but it was not used. None none of the ideas were used. Yeah, there's about like three different scripts. It there, was yeah, there's at movie. least three different scripts. Yeah. So I mean I thought I thought so you know when it comes to Suspiria, you know obviously yeah. that one I mean visually, it's like, I mean it's very impressive. Even if you watch yes. it nowadays in like 2023, you know what I mean. You could tell mm-hmm. for the time period like this one was like uh, it was a shocker too because there was a lot of scenes in Suspiria that like mm-hmm. you know for the time period you're like well what the fuck am I watching you know because right. it yeah, was yeah, there yeah, was some sure. you know the the fucking. Uh, a razor blade scene, you know, the dog yeah. biting the fucking guy's throat off and shit. Like, you know, there were some, there were some crazy ones in there. And the, I would say the plot, you know, it's, I, I like how it built a little better, you know, because this one, it was all like, it was kind of like a, a, it was a little bit of form of a mystery plot in a way. 
because yeah. you know you got the girl Susan who 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 you know who is kind of like knows what's going on a little bit because she she she, she ran into some characters so she can kind of figure it out a little bit. Right. You know, when it comes to that Sarah and Pat, you know, they're kind of like guiding her through the through the way. <clears throat> you know, and then she's uncovering, you know, little secrets about how the place is made and she basically got the the witch at the right time before she was at full right. power. You know, so they kind of I like how you kind of like explain little things like that, you know, of how this can yeah, like that- semi realistically happen, you know. Yeah, sure. You know, obviously Inferno, to me Inferno was definitely like a really good gap point. You know, it was like expanding mm-hmm. the universe of this particular trilogy where we're, we're going to introduce these books to it. We're going to have more on this, uh, the backstory on, on the houses and stuff. Like we, we're actually making this now like more of like a, like a trilogy now, you know, by bringing in yeah, more, yeah. more of the characters. And I thought the mother of tears was, you know, we, we want to find an ending point, but we also kind of want to put everything kind of like together. And we kind of want to do like little hints of both movies in there. So that's why we're gonna yeah. have like Sarah's mom fighting the witch from the for some Speria. That's why we're gonna have this book in there now. You know, we're gonna make like this uh, this Mother of Tears be, you know, a little bit more on a higher scale. You know, but like corrupting yeah. the whole Roman stuff, make her look a little bigger than the other witches were when it comes to their powers. Because you know, it's the Spear the the uh, the witch was only corrupting the girls at the academy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Inferno, that which was, um, I mean, she was only really like corrupting people who would like try to find her and stuff, you know, who would, who right. would, who would read the book. And so anybody who read the book, yeah, she'd get pissed off at them. All right. Right. Exactly. So exactly. this one was actually like on a bigger scale yeah. of actually like getting people on the outside and everything like that. So, well, yeah, because it was like the final battle, right? The final She's battle. Bringing yes. all the. She's bringing in like her army of goth girls to uh, yeah, fight exactly everybody. So it's it's a very fun trilogy, you know. We we, 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 we you know I, I enjoyed it. I thought all three films had their charm to them, mm-hmm. you know. So like, like like I said, I think me and me and you, Allison, probably pr- preferred like the first two more just because of the actual like way it was shot and designed. Like the well, third, and its time period, too. and the time period piece, yeah, too. But you know, yeah. for a movie that was made in like two thousand six and seven, I see thought Mother of Tears was actually pretty well, pretty well done for that period as well, too. Because you know, boy, there's some stinkers okay. out there <laughs> oh, <for laughs> in the two sure. thousand. Yeah, I mean, it's better. It's oh yeah, it's better than a lot of things. But um, I mean, you know, like the nineteen seventies are my favorite time. 1970s to very early 80s are my favorite time for horror movies or movies in general. Like I just like the way those movies looked. Um, and Suspiria and Inferno have that look, but you know, Mother of Tears looks like a modern movie, which I'm which I'm not necessarily against, but it's just like eh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have that charm that yeah. the other two have. So, but I thought I, was, I thought you know both of them are very you know you can definitely watch all three of them in a, in a row, yeah. you know, and they'll definitely like you can see the differences in the plot lines, but you can see it a bit, you know expanding a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, and then you know I I would say they're definitely like a fun trilogy. I thought he did pretty well with all three of them. So yeah, in my yeah, personal opinion too. <clears throat> so, but yeah, we just wanted to do this little quick. uh Lights out episode, you know, fill in some of the gaps, brother, for this exactly. trilogy and so stuff. Kinda, so. 
Yeah, so we can kind of talk about these movies that we wouldn't normally do because they're for, out of our time period. But it kind of tells you a little bit more about the Three Mothers and gives you more insight on the Inferno episode that you listened to a couple weeks ago. Exactly, everybody. But that has been Lights Out, everybody. We will see you here next time. Next time. Later, later. See you guys. Thank you.